This is Dan. And this is John. <laughs> and this is She's Not a Slut Yet. It's a podcast about three friends watching cult movies and drinking together. So this is actually a bonus episode. We're going to be chit-chatting for most of the episode, but it is kind of also on Spider-Man No Way Home. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Fuck. I already forgot the title. <laughs> <That's great news. laughs> I don't know if you guys have already told. Uh, two things before we start. I really wanted to bring this out. First things first, guys, this is a major spoiler thing. So if you haven't watched the movie, you probably shouldn't be listening to begin with. And also second, uh, we've we've all been drinking way before this. And we basically spent about an hour talking before this episode has started. So it's going to get derailed a bit. Enjoy! Yeah, Dan and I are in quarantine, so that's all we've been doing. So drinking. Yeah, um, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> drinking and watching Friends. Yeah, we were wa- drinking and watching Friends. <laughs> that's depressing. That, I think that's like the best way to quarantine ever. <laughs> you know what I did when I was quarantined? I just drank every day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, went, I went through like a bottle and a half of vodka. <laughs> well, the thing is we drink every day anyway. <laughs> just, we, could, we couldn't go out and drink, so we just drink here. Yeah. yeah, man, it's cheap too. You mix your own shit at home. Why not? Yeah, that's it is nice not to have like the $40, $50 barbells, but. All yeah. right, all right, all right. Anyways, guys, anyways. So let's just chat a little bit of the movie. Uh, when did you guys watch the movie? How recent was it? We watched it on Christmas. On Christmas Day. Okay, yeah. so it's been like two weeks. Uh, yeah. I think it's been. I think it was released on the 22nd. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was it something like I thought, that? I it was Tori- like the week before Christmas or something. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, so Tori and me watched it same day because, as I said before, she was like, "Hey, it's eight p.m. Let's fucking watch the movie." And I'm like, "Great, let's go!" Last second, the last calling, and we just panicked into the movie theater. Yeah, because um, I, I had a hard time and I was spoiled a little bit going in because I I can't contain myself from looking on Twitter and all the uh, okay, dude. Podcast and stuff. Oh, you're one of the pre-spoiler people that looks oh, at yeah. stuff like, "Oh wow, this happened during the movie." Dude, that ruins the movie. See, he literally said, "said to me, he was like, did you have any spoilers?'" And I was like, "No, and don't say fucking anything." Oh no, I didn't. I'm not gonna spoil it for <laughs> anything so else. But like... I told the reason why Satori dragged me to the movie is because, um, she literally is a, a Twitter fiend, and she will see stuff even if she doesn't want to see it. And then she'll complain about it. So she's like, I have to go today. Or otherwise, there's going to be stuff on Twitter and I'm going to accidentally see it. I'm like, oh, well, maybe you couldn't just watch Twitter. Or maybe you just don't go on Twitter and Facebook. And maybe you'll be able to not, you know, see the spoilers. Nope. So we yeah. went the same day. <laughs> but, but I'll give you this. For what it's worth, that was by far my absolute favorite Spider-Man movie of the past. Uh, how many were there? Four? No, there's three. No, I'm talking about the the Tom Holland ones. Were there three, four? There's well, there's two. Well, there's, there's three. There's Homecoming, Spider-Man. Far Away Home, and No Way Home, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Stop yes. thinking about <laughs> him. Stop it. I'm talking Tom Holland. I think there's three. Okay, I'm just gonna fucking Google this. I guess he's actually had more, been in more movies than the other two. If you yeah, yeah. Okay, how many Tom Holland movies? At least 26. Okay, fantastic, Google, you're the best. Uh, Homecoming, Far Away Home, No Way Home, and Avengers. So, I'm not, I'm not including Avengers. But, yeah. when I first started this movie, right, and, uh, and I was sitting down in the theater, it was really, really cool seeing everything just kind of load up on the screen and then seeing Spider-Man and all. 
But it's been like three weeks, so I'm kind of trying hard to remember what happened during the movie. Besides the initial, uh, oh no, we didn't make it to college. Oh no, what should I do? Talk to the magic wizard man, Doctor Strange, and have him reverse things. I remember most of it, I'll be honest. And I think I I do like the way they added in the other Spider-Mans. I think there were some plot holes, like... They totally, it didn't have to be just the villains that came through and then the Spider-Mans. They could have had extra characters come through. And yeah. I feel like that, like, I know it probably meant a little bit of a mess, but, like, they totally could have had, like, but, one species. Okay, you, know what I mean? you say plot hole, and I say connection to Spider-Man. Because he himself wanted things to change around him. He pulled in characters and, you know, villains from other universes that are directly affiliated with spider-man instead of being like haha here's batman because that's not that's that's not how that works yeah but like you could have had other aunt mays you could have had gwen stacy because they pulled some people like right before they died so you could she died you could have pulled her right before she died you know what i mean that would be tragic poor fucking peter it it was villains from previous spider-man movies that came in so it's just kind of convenient that they were all villains i guess Yeah. yeah i i can see that but i guess this this kind of uh, this movie was really made um, to kind of finish up Tom Holland's little uh, to kind of reset the Spider-Man series a bit because they've been you know Avengers this Avengers that and now he can finally branch off into the actual stuff about Spider-Man in the comics. Um, but I will say though, this movie was nothing more than like a major throwback to our childhoods because I remember I I hated Andrew Garfield. My, wow. I hate, I wow. hate that Spider Man. His relationship with uh, Mary Jane it was the best thing in the world, but everything else was just. Eh. Wait, he doesn't have Mary Jane. Gwen Stacy. Everyone's a fucking Mary Jane. I watched the movie once. Leave me alone. So I, uh, I, I remember not really liking the Andrew Garfield, but the moment I see the worn out and tired and depressed looking uh, Tobey Maguire on the screen, dude, I was like, yeah, you know, I. I uh, brought up my beer that I snuck into the movie theater. I was like, yeah, this is the best thing in the world. <laughs> no, I, I was I was pretty happy to see Tobey Maguire. Like, that's that's my Spider-Man. <laughs> that, we all grew up with it, man. That yeah, Tobey Maguire did. is the best. And I've been trying my best to find all three of the sets. all Or all three, like, the movies, like, on DVD or something. So I could just rewatch them every now and then. Because that is... I remember when I was younger, I would, uh, in Florida, we'd go to, like, the newly made IMAX theaters. Where it's like major panels, like massive 3D screen. I'd be leaning back in like a hundred dollar uh, experience of an armchair, leaning back and having neck pain, but watching this gloriously made uh, like the the third movie of Venom. <laughs> it was no, so good. So like the the one scene that like always gets me. It's like one of my favorite scenes in like any of like the uh, the superhero movies is was when he first gets bit by the spider in the very first Spider Man. And he's like putting on his glasses, and he realizes he can see he can see without his glasses. Yeah, like that. I that's my like dream come true right there. It's like dream come true. You stay able to wear without glasses. Without stop, glasses. Being, <laughs> like, stop being depressing. You look good with glasses. <laughs> well, no, yes. just to be. It's <laughs> adorable. To be able glasses. To see. <laughs> like okay, that. Uh, that you know, I, I started to tear up when I first saw that as as like a twelve year old kid. I was like, oh my god, the Spider Man. I... I do not. I look somehow a different. I can't see your faces like, right now. What? <laughs> I, I can't tell the difference between you two right <laughs> at all. So, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. That was good, but I think my like I love how we're just going into Toby McGuire now. But um, 
My favorite part of uh, his uh, his little thing was when he was trying to use his web shooter for the first time, which him and uh, Andrew Garfield can... Well, I think it's only Tobey Maguire that can use uh, webs throughout yeah. his actual hand yeah. or his wrist, um, which is a lot of funny innuendos in that movie about that. But uh, my favorite thing is when he's doing the different hand signs to try and figure out the, uh, oh, yeah, the web thing. Cool. And then he finally goes, ha, like that, right? And it actually spits it out. It was like, it was it was really, really good. But it was, <laughs> that's my favorite scene with Tobey Maguire. But seeing them all come together, it's like, how do you web shooter? Do you like, do you have to like store it up or something? Is it like built up like a load or something? And I'm like, bro, what is this innuendo? <laughs> I actually. And he's I... like, I'm so uncomfortable with this conversation. Please stop. <laughs> I actually really liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Uh, I think he did a good Spider-Man, and I think Tobey Maguire did a really good Peter Parker. Um, Tom Holland's a really good mix of both. He is which... a great mix of both, which I think he's, like, an amazing between the two of them. I can totally see where the Andrew Garfield movies aren't that great. They didn't really do, use the best villains um, when they picked it out. They didn't put the best actors for those villains. No offense to those actors. I think, honestly, Andrew Garfield did pretty good with what he had, and I totally think oh and his fucking hair was deserving a freaking extra credit for that assignment for real but but uh i don't know like really the highlight of this movie um far or away no way home jesus christ the uh the highlight of this movie was really seeing all three spider-mans pop up oh hell yeah because like and also the ending which i'll get into later because i mean that's that's a home meal on its own but seeing all three uh, Peter Parkers actually show up and then looking at each other and then the classic meme scene where they're like pointing at each other like, you, wait a minute, you, wait a minute. I was like, yo! Yeah, they, 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 they just had to do that. Like, they, Dude, they had to. It was called yeah. out like years in advance. Like, what if all three Peter Parkers showed up and it did it like the meme and then they pointed at each other? I'm like, nah, dude, they did not. They did not just throw this out like that. I do like where they put some tidbits from the movies, like the previous movies, like the Tobey Maguire, like Green Goblin. Mm -hmm. He did lines from his original movie where he talked to Peter Parker and he was like, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. And then he says it again to Tom Holland's Peter Parker in this movie. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's like the best way to be like, there's the villain. I, I see the switch. Yeah, <laughs> and what I think I like the most about this is... Instead of it being the classic, let me beat up the villains, right? It's like they're fixing their own mistakes in different universes and then sending them back. And it was it was really cool because each of those villains has a major comic series that follows them. You know, they each right. have they each have their own little story and backstory. And it was nice not to see them get shut off because let's be real, it's probably the last time we're gonna be seeing most of these villains. Um, in the upcoming MCU, because it kind of skipped over it um, outside of the animated stuff. So it was really cool to get them all have their own, like, little backstory and have their own little thing to it. Like, uh, Doc Ock, when he first showed up. And <laughs> when Peter's trying to convince the principal, hey, please accept us, Doc Ock fucking flips the vehicle. It's like, fuck you, no. <laughs> like, uh, it's just so many, really this... This entire movie is just a throwback to all of the different, uh, all the different stuff we grew up with, and I can imagine people that have watched Spider-Man for the first time watching this with Tom Holland all the way through is probably like, "What the fuck is going on? Who are these people?" You know. 
because I don't think uh I don't think Tom Holland dealt with any of those major villains all the way through the uh, his movies, did he? No, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. with the reset if they're actually going to give him some of those villains. You know what I mean? Like he's already dealt with the Green Goblin before, and so now he has to figure out how to deal with a Green Goblin that's not from a different universe, but in his own universe, and what the difference is going to be and what that take on is going to be. So that's actually a major point I was uh, mentioning before is the ending of the movie. How he basically has a restart. So it's it's cool because it'll actually be able to open up the comic series on what Spider-Man did after the Avengers. Because, I'm not sure if you guys have seen or read into that stuff, the, the after Endgame, Spider-Man is a completely different entity than what he was before. Completely different entity. So it, yeah. it's cool to have him unfuck what what a Marvel did to that poor guy on uh on the movies. I, I mean, I read that I'm not up to date on most comics, I'll be honest with you. Unfortunately, I work in a fucking comic store, and even if I don't want to hear about it, every goddamn person that walks in will spoil it for me. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, I don't really have a lot of time for that. <laughs> Because we, we have one dog now. Um, we're getting another puppy. I just start, started a new job as a vet tech. <laughs> How is that, by the way? I, I haven't really started it, started it, but I got the job. I'm ending my job at PetSmart soon, but I'm already kind of Ooh. getting the idea of what it's going to be like as a vet tech. And it's basically going to be me lifting dogs all day. And I'm probably going to be the one who deals with the larger dogs because I grew up with Mastiffs. So they assume that I'll be okay with larger dogs, so even though I'm like, so basically that you're going to, you're going to come to uh you're going to show up at my house one day and you're going to be swole as shit, picking up these 80 pound dogs. More like hundred plus pound dogs. Fuck that man. That's not a dog. That's a fucking wolf. I'm good. Yeah. So, and they're, they're willing to pay for me to get licensed and maybe even get another bachelor's. So that'll be pretty this cool. This is a tangent and a half, isn't it, Dan? <laughs> yeah. This is a tangent and a half. But um, no, no. what I was, tra- was trying to say is uh before, like, I don't really have time to read comic books anymore. So whenever I do get a chance, I am so far behind everyone else. It's not even funny. Like, I don't even know what year I'm in with comics. <laughs> uh, you're probably still in the Silver Age. <laughs> like, you have none of the most recent stuff at all. Probably not. Um, uh, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, though, I've never been a comic person. Uh, personally, I'd rather see it moving on the screen than picking up and uh, doing comics, which is funny because I read manga like it's no tomorrow. But it, Yeah, but for comics in particular, like uh, most of the appeal is getting like a subscription and being able to collect the comics and then having a full series and uh, enjoying it and then putting it in a case and then never looking at it again until 20 years later and suddenly finding out one's worth $5,000. See, that's Never so, been my thing for comics. I yeah. like just just read it. I like the stories and stuff like that. I've never collected them. Half the time I go online and I do that so I can read it on my phone. If I'm if I, that way, if I have time to read, I can do that. I read a lot of online comics. It's not just Marvel comics or mm-hmm. I don't really like DC that much, but I do like the Ninja Turtles, so I do like that. I think it's like I am. I oh my god! I have to show you this. So um, I had a discussion with someone at work, which I work at a comic store now. Um, as a part-time job, and one of the customers came in, and we had a discussion, right? And this is a forbidden discussion you never bring up. Which is better, manga or comics? And that was that's a no-go in our shop, right? Because we have a manga section, we have a comic section. They're explicitly different from each other. Well, 
he was telling me that his favorite comic, sorry to anyone that's listening, it's a spoiler, his favorite comic is when Donatello dies in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He, well, he doesn't completely right? die. He gets turned into well, a robot. That's <laughs> Yes, but that's his favorite comic because it makes it be like, oh my god, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are now three turtles instead of four. So it's like a huge thing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you do realize the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were originally made in Japan, not in America. And it's based on that. No. And there's a lot the original, of yeah, there's a lot of manga there's, about it. No, there's manga, but it was, doesn't originally come from Japan. It was originally done in the United States to make fun of other comic books like DC. But it's they have an anime, but that's not where it started off at. So they were originally Japanese living in Japan, but they were actually reincarnated in America is what it was. I'm not... If that's the case, then that's equally as funny then. But the way I, the, I told him they were originally Japanese and it was a big thing, like, making fun of the Japanese, how you put it or whatever. And he's like, yeah, but there's no manga for them, therefore it's not better. I'm like, listen, sir. Listen, you are talking to someone completely well-knowledged on this. No. no I'm going to tell um, you right now, you're wrong. Nineteen, The series and its characters were created in 1983 by Cardenas Tunis, Kevin Eastman, and Peter Laird. Those are the ones who started the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, 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 I'm right. I, I'm a huge Ninja Turtle fan. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that we know today that are based off the original comics were actually comics made in the United States by Laird and Eastman, and they wrote it to make fun of, and I think particularly make fun of DC Comics and the heroes that are created in that DC comic universe of time. Just so you know. You realize this is like this is like arguing with me about Star yeah. Wars, John. <laughs> yeah, I know. Speaking of Star Wars, what did you think of the meme that I put in the chat? <laughs> Aim like a Jedi, right not like a stormtrooper, oh, yeah, yeah. and you put it on the toilet. <laughs> no, that's that's probably required at my uh in my apartment. I'm uh I'm getting a picture on my wall. Okay, this is way out of tangent. <laughs> Holy shit. So so to go back to the movie, sorry about that. Um, to tie it back to the podcast, though, how about Willem Dafoe? Oh, oh Willem fucking so like, He still looks like he did still 20 worried. years ago. You want to talk about people that don't age? How about William Dafoe still looking the same? I know. Like, to the point where it's creepy. I'm like, you look exactly how you did when I grew up. How the fuck are you still alive? And not, like, I thought he'd have a cameo, like, because I kind of heard about like well they he was a main him character in, in that shit. He he was the big bad like he he had the final showdown with the uh, Tom Holland Spider Man and like oh my god Tom Holland beating the absolute shit out of him yeah he is the big bad though can you not remember him in the original Spider Man with Tobey Maguire yeah. he was fucking fabulous as the Green Goblin Go uh, Goblin <laughs> Goblin yeah. yeah my favorite the Green Goblin <laughs> he was the best as the Green Goblin because he had the character down perfectly. And they even changed his character slightly in this universe to fit for the story. Yeah, but it was it was very mild, very, right? It was very, very mild. mild. Like it kept the, the quintessential part of. But the thing is, who William Dafoe was as the Green Goblin. The thing is, when you think about it with the original movie, it does make sense that he would have you know his original person who he was come out through it at some point in time. If especially having that traumatic experience be pulling from your one universe to a completely different universe whether it has different Spider-Mans and stuff like that and villains there that, like, probably another you at some point, too. I think he did great in the original one. He was the best Green Goblin, like, ever. 
He was the most rememberable villain out of all of the villains in the in the first three, the trilogy of uh, and, oh, the most Tobey Maguire. Yeah. He was by far the most memorable villain. All the other ones were kind of just like, oh, cool extensions, but I mean, to Doc have Doc Green Doc Goblin, pretty cool. But he was more cool because of like his arms, who he like his arms oh, yeah. and like I, I feel like he was a better character to to Peter. Like it seems like he was just more of a. Victim yeah, like, yeah. if I you think about it, are, the but... Green Goblin gave Peter Parker or Spider-Man the character development he needed, and then all the other all the other villains were just, like, on top of that building more into the story. Yeah. But that was the first villain he ever experienced, they did it very, very well in the movie, and to have him pretty much the way before he died come into this, uh, come into Tom Holland's life and be like, oh, this is the Green Goblin, who the fuck is this guy? You know he's so nice. He's not a villain, right? That it was really, really cool to see that. Uh, that that happened in this movie. Oh, and the fact that they like instead of like they smashed the mask that he wore in the, the original uh, Tobey Maguire movie, and then he got like the ripped up hood that he has in like the uh, the nineties TV show. Mm -hmm. That that made me smile. I will say though, seeing uh, seeing him bash Tom Holland through the different uh, floors yeah. of the of the apartment was cool as it shit. Was cool. Because I feel like they didn't really uh, show that quite a bit on, um, they didn't show that a lot on the original Tobey Maguire movie. Like, they showed him with basically his tech. They didn't show his strength, because the Green Goblin basically was almost equal in strength to Spider-Man. Just, you know, because reasons. So to have him blasting Tom Holland through freaking floors of the home... And then to completely delete Aunt May with with everything oh. possible, it was dude, it was great. That wasn't really also even. I was so happy. Okay, I know this sounds bad. I was so happy that Aunt May died. <laughs> like I was waiting for it over the past three movies. When the fuck is she gonna die? Because that's what? the character development for Peter Parker is having the parrot die every single time. And in the main in the main movie, like you know. Well, when Uncle Ben died in the original uh, in the original comic series, that's what sparked um, Spider-Man to become the person that he is. And Tom Holland just is just some high school dude becoming a you know a billionaire who eventually lost all their rights to uh, that stuff, and then because you know everyone forgot about him, but Tom Holland didn't hit that growth spurt. He just suddenly joined the Avengers, and that was it, right? So having Aunt May died really put things in respect to him and realized that he needs everyone to forget about him to fix the problem and then to actually, you know, do that. So it was, I was happy that happened because that actually shows that they're willing, they're, they're following the original storyline of how Spider-Man came to be. Trauma, which is, you know, how most heroes come to be. Well, I mean, he, he's still his original Uncle Ben yeah. died. Yeah, I, I think... I guess they never and, not not the same effect. I, though, I, I understand. Remember, Spider-Man is a doctor, for the, for the right? audience. Yeah. Though, yeah. I think for Aunt May in this particular one was basically what Uncle Ben was for him in the Tobey Maguire universe. Um, I because she had more influence on him. I didn't agree with them killing her because I really liked her in his life because she was that one supporting character that. And she was absolutely fucking hot, the the actor that made her. So, you know, I'll just put she, that out there. I don't care how old that actor gets. She is she's gorgeous. gorgeous. But I, I think um, I do get why they did it, though, because she had so much influence on him. She always steered him in the right way. She always mm. supported him no matter what. She didn't even seem like an aunt. She really did seem like And a Tony Stark had a fucking thing for her, like, you know, all the things. Yeah. 
Tony Stark? Yeah, he hit on her. He hit on his aunt. Dude, he hit on her so bad, and they even mentioned to him, what do you think of me being a stepdad or something as jokingly? I was like, oh, uh, yeah, fuck. I forgot that from the first <laughs> Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, but... Yeah. I honestly... Um, really... That is the interesting thing. Like, he, he literally has no one moving forward. Yeah, that's like, that's that's literally that's... how he is in the comics, though. Well, in like, the previous movies, if we're just going by the Marvel Universe, movie universe, he didn't have no one. He always had friends. You know what I mean? He always had, like, MJ, or, like, in the Andrew Garfield, he did actually end up keeping his aunt in that one. Yeah. But... <laughs> Sorry, I took a shot. Go ahead. But um, they always had someone. This one, he's literally alone. He has no one who knows he exists. I don't even think in the comics they had the point where it was no one actually existed that like knew he no, existed. No, and that's what that's that's why I say he basically made this into an open book, and it's really cool because you got to keep in mind Tom Holland in the in the Marvel movie universe. He's been signed on for like what fifteen years, is what they said. I'm not sure what exactly. I didn't think it was uh, 15 years. I thought it was less than that. I was more like 10 or something like that. Eight or 10. But keep in mind, it's only been five years since he's really started. Yeah. You know? So he has five more years. And if you think they're just going to use him as a cameo, you're really mistaken. There is absolutely going to be more Spider Man movies coming out. And it's going to be really cool because they're going to show his life going to college. Where nobody knows who he's Spider-Man. They know that Spider-Man exists because they didn't forget Spider-Man. They just forgot Tom Holland um, or Peter Parker. So it's going to be really cool to have him reconnect to active Mary Jane because there was hints of that in this movie at the very, very end. She was like, I don't know. I've, I think I've met you before. You know that thing? Um, it's going to be really cool to to get all of that back in. And probably about three more movies, I'd imagine, what uh what he'd be in. So this is definitely not the end of Spider-Man. It's just a very new beginning. It's going to be completely in an alternate timeline, almost. It's the yeah. same universe, but alternate timeline as the uh, the rest of the the Marvel crew. I'm hoping because I don't. I'm hoping they have. I don't think he's going to be in the multiverse of madness. I really. I think doubt they're he's setting him up for it because of this movie. Well, what's the thing? Like, is he ever going to do anything with the Avengers or MCU? Again. Well, I think they will. We got to keep in mind the event. We got to keep in mind the Avengers is basically a done deal. At they this are. Point. They're. They're. Yeah. It, it's not an Avengers anymore because there's nothing left to avenge. But I will say though that uh, you know Scarlet. What is her? What is uh? What is her? Scarlet Johansson. The Black yeah, Widow. I know, but what is she? What is she? Not the Black Widow. She's dead. Um, the other one. Uh, the witch. The Red Witch. Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. witch. Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Okay, if you remember, this just popped up, by the way. The poster for the upcoming uh, movie of Multiverse of Madness is the Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange next to each other. Y you just have to look at it. There is no hint of Spider-Man at all in there. So I have a feeling he's going to have a small cameo, but it's just going to be for people watching. There's going to be no real importance on the actual movie itself for uh multiverse they also... because this is a hard cut for spider-man he's outside way outside of the uh of the traditional um well crew that we know yeah that's true but they also kept it open that he might actually be going back into that because he knows the multiverse at this point marvel always does that though they always keep it yeah. open you know but listen they they have they have him actually know like 
interactions with the multiverse. Everyone else forgot. Even Doctor Strange forgot. You know, his spell made him forget everything. So the Spider-Man knows this. I have a feeling he's going to have a part in it just simply because he knows the multiverse. I think they're probably going to have at least a few movies come out with Spider-Man first. And then he'll probably be part of the multiverse of madness. They just don't have him in the poster because it'll give it away. The movies haven't come out yet. Do you yeah, think... I, uh, I feel so, like Nick Fury knows that Spider-Man, who, who's who really... Nick that. Fury knows everything. Yeah, he God, knows. He, even if he forgets, he knows exactly he who knows, the fuck he is. Literally, he he's like, oh, he'll be like, I forgot something for some reason. Huh. Who's yeah, Spider-Man? Like, oh, yes. Underside of it. On the underside of his eye patch, it says Spider-Man is Peter <laughs> Dude, like, you know him. You know him. Like, literally yeah. everything about him, he has it somewhere where in case he forgets someone, he knows exactly who they are and everything they've done. Yeah. Like, Nick Fury just knows who Spider-Man is. It's without a doubt. But I have a good good question for you guys because this is one Satori and I was actually, you know, figuring out. Since Spider-Man, Peter Parker no longer exists the Peter Parker does. No one knows who he is. Do you think he'll still have the inheritance of Tony Stark? No. 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 Yes, so if that's the case, because that's what we agreed with as well, if that's the case, will he still be using the tech from Tony Stark, like the eight legs or whatever? Do you think he has the technology to make it He doesn't, and they made it clear at the no, end of the movie that he didn't have it. Yeah. Because he was using a regular yes. suit. Yeah, that's yes. why you see him stitching so, together his own suit and crafting his own yeah. shooters. Do you think it's going to be a almost repeat of how Tobey Maguire was in his first movie? Not him, you know, going into fucking WWE style in a fucking sweater and jeans. But do you think it's going to be like, oh, he's going to be hand-making his outfits and going out to fight crime like a completely new superhero? Yeah. It's going to be yes and no with that because he's already got experience fighting as a superhero. And he was, before he was in the Avengers, I think, actually, just a regular neighborhood Spider-Man. It's going to have to be him figuring out how to do that all over again, though. Because he did do it without the tech from Tony Stark, I think, originally. If I remember correctly, but for a very brief, it was period for a very brief period, and he was he was in high school, but he did do it. So he's just going to have to be him figuring out how to do that long term now that he's used to having the tech. It's going to be him relearning how to be a superhero without actually relying on the technology that was given to him that made his life easier as a superhero. Now here is my final question, which we have argued about as well. Do you think at the very very end he will re-enter the group? of marvel as it was the the after avengers like re-enter that was my, and be, my earlier question but yeah. well I sorry think, I'm, I'm sorry dan god i think but dan and i think both of us said yes i think he's going to be part of the multiverse movie yeah. but it's going to be in a different aspect they're not going to look at him yeah. as a kid anymore or as the junior of the avengers they're not going to remember him and he's going to actually be uh more integral i think and be a more integral part he'll be more equal to them at this point that yeah. right there is why I'm super excited for Spider-Man moving forward. This movie really closed all of the gaps for Spider-Man and all of the issues I was having with Spider-Man as Tom Holland. Because, I'll be honest, I didn't like Tom Holland at all for the first two movies and the Avengers. I just did not like him. I It was like they kind of just threw Spider-Man into the mix and then made a couple of movies about him. It just felt like it was a little bit not there yet, right? And then with this movie, it closes all of those gaps and gives him time to actually grow up and be Spider-Man for the uh, the series that it should be. 
moving forward. And that's the my my big issue with all the Spider-Man movies that Tom Holland has been in is because if you think about it, he really was just there because they had to add a Spider-Man into the movie. And now that they realize, oh shit, Tom Holland's a really good actor. We should keep using him. They're like, fuck yeah, let's let's close this out and actually keep him for the next five years and build some really good movies moving forward. Might as well. I mean, he is a very good mixture between Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man. He had the attitude for Spider-Man. And I think Tobey Maguire had the right Peter Parker so I think he is a good mix between the two of them because he's... You mixed that up. Tobey Maguire was the best Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was the best Peter Parker. Yeah. No. no. Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire was the best Peter Parker. Yeah. Peter Parker was always... What's yeah. That? Peter Parker was always very yeah. nervous and nerdy and like not extremely outspoken. I'm sorry. Whenever I think of Tobey Maguire, I think of his little fucking Venom dance scene when he goes suddenly emo. That's not... That's but his... It's if you're so going good. off of his first movie or his second movie, he, as Peter Parker, was the perfect Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield was the, the perfect Spider-Man because he was basically sarcastic, had a lot of attitude, was able to make quips really fast, all of that. That was Spider-Man, you know? But Tom Holland is a good mixture between the two because he does make jokes when he is fighting, but he's also extremely respectful of Peter Parker as well, which is what Tobey Maguire was. So he does both. Everybody hates on that like little emo dance scene, but like the whole point of that was to show that he was being influenced by the symbiote. Yeah. I never said I hated on it. That scene is iconic. When yeah. I was younger, I hated on it. The older I get, the more I realize how yeah. integral that stupid little dance routine, stupid in quotations, yeah. that dance routine was to the movie as a whole and how it literally made the entire toby Maguire like franchise because let's be real his his existence is a franchise at this point yeah I mean, um, it, the I whole toby Maguire movies into a perfect perfect uh thing that one fucking dance scene is so good yeah, i mean i i think they could have done it a different way and it probably would have been created less memes but uh okay but you know what fuck it we remember the movie okay. because of it so exactly. whatever so I wanted to oh, mention man. something that I thought was really, really funny in the movie before we go ahead and like prop close out because we're probably close it out. Yeah, because this is just a joking, you know, let's let's have fun. Uh, it's a bonus episode. episode That's all it is. It is. And uh, plus, we kind of want to see if people actually like this episode as is, because maybe I could just drink and watch some random new movies and be happy. Anyways, go ahead, Nadine. So there was something that I thought was really funny. I liked before they had that final scene where they were all going to fight the villains, where they talked about their past experiences with fighting. And I liked how oh. that was hilarious. I loved that. Like Toby McGuire is like, oh, I fought an alien. And Andrew Girlfriend was like, you fought an alien? And then Tom Holland was like, and then, was like, yeah, I fought an alien too. I fought him in space. He was giant and purple. And they were like, you were in space. And they both heard to him, like, you went to space? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, with the Avengers. Or, the, what are the Avengers? <laughs> or or like when, uh, what's his face? Uh, I'm sorry, blank mind. Uh, Tom Holland's friend in the movies, Peter Parker. Um, he's like, hey. P or hey Peter, and they all fucking turn and they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Uh, uh, uh." <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of like jokes in there that were uh, very. I love, like... I love Andrew Garfield's though. His line when he was having that conversation yeah. with him, he was like, "I want to fight aliens." <laughs> like he was the only one who and didn't then, get and to. Then, and then Tony McGuire looks at him and is like, "No, no, don't, don't think Speaking that your your villains weren't weren't as good. You're amazing. Beach. You're amazing." <laughs> Speaking of each Spider-Man, it was really cool 
to have each Spider-Man have their own individual closure during the movie, right? Of yeah. course, Tom Holland's Spider-Man gets his at the end. He realizes that, you know, it is better that everyone forgets him and he should really move on and become the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, not the friendly neighborhood Peter Parker, right? Um, for uh, Tobey Maguire, it was his acceptance of basically who he was and finally realizing basically Spider-Man is there to save people and not... It was he gets, big he gets grandfather the grandfather of the Yeah. And then there's Andrew Garfield's where he saved the uh, the Mary oh, yeah. Jane of this movie and literally started fucking crying on the spot because he finally did what he wanted to do originally Except and actually save uh Technically her name is Gwen Michelle Stacey. Jones. Michelle Michelle Jones. I it's a Mary Jane. It's always a Mary Jane. It's MJ. It's a, fuck it. I don't care what Spider-Man it is, it's MJ. But it's really cool how they introduced Three Spider-Mans to the movie, two of which were new to this specific uh, series, and they gave them each an individual closure, all the villains' closure, Doctor Strange his own closure with, uh, well, really showing Doctor Strange being the absolute unit that he is, um, and giving everyone in the movie their own form of closure. Unfortunately, Aunt May got hers too, but that closure is permanent. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say though that like Andrew Garfield, like he he's the best crier. He yeah, is, he is. bro. Like, I was like actually like holy shit. I can't look at this. This feels really bad like, because he fucking bawled on the spot. I started to tear up like when he uh when he was like talking to when they, like the two Peter Parkers met met Tom Holland for the first time and they're like going over their past history with like what their losses were. Like I was legitimately tearing know, up. Also, it was cool to actually have uh, Tobey Maguire actually say, well, I have actually eventually moved on, and I found someone else, and they will never say who it is, but it was so cool to have that. I have a possible person in mind, you know? Cause, like, you mean with, Andrew uh, Garfield? Because Tobey Maguire no, is with to MJ still. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, I think I might mix it. Yeah, it's Andrew Garfield is the one who might have uh, his own MJ that he's just not considering and dating. Technically speaking, there was a Gwen Stacy in the comics, and he did date Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy did die. Then he married MJ, and Gwen Stacy came back, and she was like not a villain, but she was like that space in between, and then ended up partnering up. Anti-hero. Like an anti yeah, yeah, I remember that. There's a there's a Gwen Stacy comic that's going on. I think it's also another Spider-Man comic where she's, Spider I think, the Gwen. female Spider-Man. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Spider-Woman. Spider so. Yeah, that's the Gwen Stacy comics. And that's also where, uh, I think that's what uh, the uh, character in, we'll close out after this, I'm so sorry. I think that's the character into the into their Spider-Verse with uh, Miles Morales was Gwen Stacy, right? Yeah. Yep. And that was her. So it's it's cool to get all those connections. All right, Nadine, let's close it. We're going too far. All right, guys. So we did pick out our new movie and the date we're going to be releasing that. This is going to be released. I have no fucking clue at some point in time this month. Um, but John finally picked what he wanted after Dan and I convinced him to pick a different movie. <laughs> yes. He was originally going to pick Earth Girls Art Easy, but we told him he wasn't allowed to because he called the princess. Bride. Because I talked this fucking movie up for literally months and... The thing is, though, is I thought Dan was going to be like, oh, well, I'm jealous because you picked that movie. No, this is my movie. Princess Pride, baby. Let's go. So 1987, we're going to be releasing this episode. I'm not even fucking sure. Uh, February 3rd of 2022. Hopefully we'll record this at the end of the month after I get my new puppy. Um, Can I can I add something, Nadine? Would you guys be willing to rate this movie? Sure. I know it sounds stupid, but we have to add it in there. 
How would you guys rate No Way Home? It's a not the franchise. This specific movie, Nadine. Uh, it's a nine okay. for me. It's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. It was a very enjoyable yeah. experience. I agree, Dan. Yeah, no, like I, I'll go, I'll put this up as a nine because like this, this hit me like right in the, right in all the feels and like, it. I guess it, it also was like my first movie going experience in such a long time, where like I can sit yeah. down with popcorn and like not have to. Bro, you had the full experience. Yeah. I just brought beer yeah. in my bag and called it yeah. a day. Got a couple gummies from the the dollar store, you know. Um, uh, this may just be the first time we've ever rated the same. I also give it a nine because I grew up with Spider Man. When my dad, when a new Marvel movie came out, my dad would always take us to the movie, and his favorite was Spider Man. So I remember watching it in IMAX. I remember watching it in uh, various different theaters, and he always paid top dollar for it. So Spider Man is my memory. So. Nine for everyone! Yay! And I guess we'll recommend yeah, it, too. obviously. Oh, fucking of course. Like, why the fuck would you recommend this movie? Dan, you're just putting out the obvious at this point. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. We will talk to you later. We'll be talking about Princess Bride next in February, so hope you guys uh, join us. Alright, chip, chip, cheerio, and fuck off, or whatever. <laughs> Bye. Alright, guys. Bye. Bye.